Hi, it's Pete Norsed here, and welcome to another Trade on Sports and Focused on Football betting podcast. As usual, I'm joined by Jimmy Kempton. How are you doing, Jimmy? Evening, Peter. Are you in uh, this fair land or are you in Madeira? No, no, I, I'm here. Yeah, oh, no, Chris, out tan for you then. No, no. And uh, I, don't, I, I tell you what, these international breaks, I, I really am not keen on them. You know, I, I think, I think to be quite honest, this is, it's been awful. Well, I turned the telly on last night. I didn't even realise England were playing. Yeah, it, it, it's 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 just not the same. Is it? I don't. I, I can understand. You know, well, the international base. Obviously, they have to get these. You know, the tournaments. I do like the summer tournaments. I, I you know, and everybody everybody likes them. But the, these build-up matches are, are, you know, they're a distraction, aren't they? That really. They are. and I, I was flicking through, as I say, I come across the England game, watched it for about four seconds, and then went back to my uh, writing my preview of Newport County against Stockport County, Peter, which will be up on the website in the next day or so. Yeah, mind yeah. you, I, I suppose for for us that do this type of thing, it, it, it is nice to have that break, though, isn't it? That occasional break, but, you know. Oh, definitely. I've got all my stats done for Premier League games last weekend. It was wonderful. This week is, is hard working, obviously, still doing three or four hours a day on it. But you're not feeling like you're pressurised. Yes, like you are yes. Other times when you're trying to do three or four leagues all at once, it's hard work. I mean, we still, we're, well, we're still not really clicking on the selections on this podcast, are we? I was just saying to you before, you know, the Man City Chelsea, you know, game in point was there. A Man City minus half a goal looked good value, and indeed, up until the dying minutes, I thought they were going to, I thought they were going to win it. You know, and I don't know. It's, what what can you say? What yes, great game though. Great game. Yeah, really good. I'll tell you what, best I've seen Raheem Sterling play for about eight years. Yes, yes. Um, he's almost seeming like a little, looking like a lost man down at Chelsea. But that was an incredible performance. Maybe he was just spurred on by the fact he was playing his playing playing his former employers. But yeah, I mean, as, you, as we said briefly off pod, um, Chelsea looked to be turning a bit of a corner. Yes, they do. Yes, yes. Well, anyway, we've got um, Man City, uh, Liverpool uh, starting proceedings on Saturday lunchtime. So this is a, a big game to start the weekend. Recent head-to-heads, City have won four. There's been three draws. Liverpool have won one. Minus three quarters, the handicap. Minus three quarters, Man City's record reads one, three, draw, naught, lost one. Two of the three victories were by two or more goals. Coming off that previously mentioned four-old draw away at Chelsea. Liverpool, when they're plus three quarters, not many games. They've won one, lost one, and the loss was by two or more goals. And they're coming off a three-nil victory at home to Brentford. Liverpool, they've only lost one of 23. Um... Minus three-quarter goals over the last few seasons, 224 matches, 75 at home, 58 half wins, 91 losses. That makes 104 plays, 91. So when it's minus three-quarters, there is a lean towards the, the, the side that are, 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 you know, are in debit of the goals. Very small value, Liverpool, my ratings are suggesting. I think it's going to be an interesting game, this. It's going to be a great game, Pete. I'm not having that, to be fair, the value with Liverpool. Um Interestingly, in each of the last four meetings of the sides on this ground, there have been two or more goals in the first 45 minutes. So we often talk about the opening game of the weekend, the 12.30 kickoff being a bit of a slow burner. Well, if it is, this it's going to go against history. In my mind, Pete, City are incredible value here from a trend perspective. And I, but I can see why people may not want to take them because Liverpool are in great form. But if you look at City at home over the last few seasons against Fellow top six sides, 17, 3 and 5. That's a very strong record. It's a true price of 1.47. 
Whereas Liverpool on the road, away at top six sides, 10, 8 and 7. Not the worst record, but the thing that would stop me from backing Liverpool here, Pete. I, I think the bookmakers are a little bit overrating Liverpool here. You look at their road form this season, 2-3-1. and one. They've won at Newcastle and Wolves, but they've drawn at Brighton, Chelsea and Luton. And they've lost at Spurs. By contrast, City are you know, unbeaten, 5-0-0, scoring 16, conceding just three. I've got a bet going up on focusedonfootball.co.uk. Got a full preview going up on that. And even with the goal line set at three and a quarter, Pete, I'd be taking the over. I don't see this being a... I don't think the either team can play a, a dull game. No. Because if they no. try and play a dull game, they'll get caught out themselves. So, yeah, this is going to be open, fast, frenetic and a great start to the weekend. Burnley, West Ham next. Uh, recent head-to-heads, very mixed. Burnley have won two. There's been two draws. West Ham have won two. Plus half a goal, the handicap here. When plus half a goal, Burnley's record's not bad. One, two, drawn five, lost three. Come off a 3-1 defeat away at Arsenal. West Ham, uh, when they're away, plus uh, minus half goal. One, two, drawn one, lost two. Come off a 3-2 victory home to Forest. Quite a, a sort of lucky win there, really. Burnley lost their last five. Plus half a goal, 144 matches, 74 home, 73 away. So no real, you know, leaning towards there. Very small value Burnley, my race is suggesting. This is one of those games, I think, that either Burnley are going to get a point, I think, or, or, or you know, West Ham are going to win by the odd goal. But Burnley plus a half uh, rating suggesting. It'd be interesting to see, Pete, when this line opened plus a quarter, where your where your value. Yeah, I think yeah, it would be it would be with West Ham. It would, and definitely. And, and I have to say, Pete, I've delved quite a bit into the, the trends here. And even at a half, the long-term trends point to West Ham. Now, we looked at Burnley last time out at home against Palace because what we'd done was we'd looked at, yes, they'd started the season with five defeats in a row on home soil, but the calibre of opponent they were played was high. It was all of the big teams. So we looked at that last game against Palace. Great spot for them to try and eke out a result. They got beat. So they've lost all six. And when bottom six finishing sides, who are also newly promoted teams, play mid-third finishing teams, Pete. You know, and that's what we're classing West Ham as. They're not a great side, sort of between 8th and 14th. The newly promoted team has just gone 14, 20 and 46. That equates to a true price of 1.74 for the away win. And you'll notice over the last few weeks and months, I've been doing a lot more of this, comparing long-term historical prices to what the market is. Because I think if you look at these and and you find these games where there's value, you can back West Ham over even money, can't you, Pete? Yes, you can, yeah. And and I I genuinely think that this West Ham team has all the hallmarks of a mid-third finishing team. Burnley are a newly promoted team that are going to finish in the bottom six. That line should really be minus three quarters. So even with it at a half, I still think the value is a West Ham paint and I'm going to take it for the purposes of the pod, but not for a proper bet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, next up, we've got uh, Luton against Crystal Palace. Uh, plus a quarter of a goal, uh, the handicap is here. When plus a quarter goal, uh, Luton's record is one naught drawn, one lost naught. Come off a, a one nil defeat away at Manchester United. Indeed, their last two matches, you know, only been in one goal deficit to Liverpool and Man United. Luton are obviously, you know, quite a tough nut to crack now. Palace, uh, minus a quarter away from home. Good record. One six drawn, two lost two. Coming off a three two defeat.
defeat at home to Everton. Luton now not one in six, plus a quarter goals, 329 matches, 99 home, 95 half um, win, 135 loss. So that makes 146 and a half plays 135. Very small value Palace, my rating suggesting. Yeah, I mean, I would have, when this line opened at half, Pete, I'd have been inclined to maybe take a leap of faith with Luton. Yes, they've only got two points from their opening five games on home soil, but as you say, on a game-by-game sort of, you know, what would you say, game-by-game sort of view, they're getting better. I think that value's gone, though, now, because we talk about Palace being good in this spot. Three of their four victories this season have come on the road. They've gone 3-1-2. and Uh, yeah, draw out right in this game, Pete, is probably the one I'm going to just select for the purposes of the podcast. Wouldn't surprise me if this is a low-scoring draw, maybe maybe even a goalless draw. And and I don't think either side would be too disappointed if they emerged from this game unbeaten. Next up, we've got uh, a good-looking game here. Newcastle uh, hosting uh, Chelsea. Um Recent head-to-heads, very mixed. Newcastle have won three, Chelsea have won three, and the game is off scratch. When off scratch, Newcastle's record reads 1-5, drawn three, lost two, come off that 2-0 defeat away at Bournemouth. Poor result that is for Newcastle. Chelsea, um, when they're off scratch, 1-0, drawn four, lost four, come off that 4 old draw at home to City. Chelsea, they've scored at least two goals in five in their last six, and they're starting to score now. My ratings are suggesting good value um, Newcastle here. And I, I think that's a reasonable bet. The only thing that concerns me, though, is, is obviously they're going to PSG on Tuesday night where, you know, they'd probably like to get something there. It's a, it's a difficult call. This is now playing with Newcastle, isn't it? This Being in the Champions League, obviously Chelsea, not in Europe, it, it makes a huge difference. But I'm going to have to go with, um, with, with what the ratings are saying, and that's Newcastle. And I think you're quite right there, Pete, in terms of how it, it's been sort of, adjusted for in the market. This line opened Newcastle minus a quarter. And in all reality, based on the stats, the trends and what we've seen so far this season, that's where the line should reside. But we know football's not like that. And people do have games that they look forward to. And in the old days, Newcastle flying, you know, up in the upper reaches of the league, playing Chelsea, it would be a game that they would be circling and saying, right, let's let's really throw everything at this. But Champions League commitments brings a different sort of dilemma for Eddie Howe. Now, under two and a half goals has gone 24 and 15, so hitting in 62% of Newcastle home games under Howe. We know that Chelsea, yes, they're improving, but apart from that game against Man City where they scored four times, they, they don't really create that many chances against, you know, the better teams. I've slated them all season, but on a points-per-game basis, Pete, Chelsea have the best away record in the league. They've gone 3-1-1. One, and one. They've got 10 points from their opening five games. Now, that said, you can only play who you're asked to play on the road. You know, bar beating that nine-men Spurs team, they've, you know, they've played against Bournemouth, Burnley, Fulham and West Ham. So, it's not a murderous row of opponents they've faced on their travels. I think, for me... The under two and a half goals is the way to go here. Yes, we've seen Chelsea scoring more goals in recent times. But that, as I say, against a nine-man Spurs team, a Burnley side who conceded for, I don't really see Eddie Howe's really well-organised team being carved open at will. So, yeah, give me the under two and a half goals, mate. 
Next up, we've got uh, Forest Brighton. Uh, Forest won this game last season. When plus a quarter of the goal, Forest's record is 1-1 draw and one loss naught, come off a 3-2 defeat away at West Ham. Brighton, when they're minus a quarter, good record. 1-5 draw and two loss three, come off a one old draw at home to Sheffield United. Brighton have now drawn their last three. Again, plus a quarter goals, 329 matches, 99 home, 95 um, half in, 135 losses. Again, 146 and a half to 135. My race is suggesting value Brighton. I, I'm a little, you know, again, I, they, they surprise me here. But I think it's a reasonable bet. I, there's worse bets, I think. Well, it doesn't surprise me that your ratings suggest the values of Brighton because if you class Brighton as a top half team, and I think that's what we all sort of consider them to be. Those sorts of sides win 62% of games away to bottom six finishing teams. And, you know, Fulham, uh, sorry, Forest may finish seventh from bottom, but they're not going to be that far away from the bottom six that you wouldn't categorically state they're not going to be a bottom six side. Now, as you say, Pete, Brighton have sort of hit the buffers in recent weeks, drawing the last three. Can you really trust them to go to an environment where they lost in last season? and get a positive result. I think it's one of those games where really you just want to skip it. And if you were going to bet, I think I'll probably take the over two and three quarter goals. Because yes, I don't think there's going to be, you know, huge amounts of goals in this game. I don't think either side's going to rack up three or four each. But in the grand scheme of things, any time when you see this open and expansive Brighton side and the line's Below three goals, you've really got to be having a little look at the over. So, yeah, I'll take the over two and three quarters. A, a, a team here, Sheffield United, uh, Bournemouth. Uh, again, Sheffield United is one that I've been sort of fancying over the last few weeks. Um, last uh, last time the two sides met, uh, Sheffield United won. It's plus a quarter of a goal here, the handicap. Plus a quarter goal, Sheffield United's record reads 1-2, drawn 2, lost 5, come from one old draw away at Brighton. Bournemouth, when they're minus a quarter, 1-4, drawn 0, lost 6, coming off that very good 2-0 victory at home to Newcastle. Sheffield United just won one of their last 12. They're not, they're, you know, poor form, really. Uh, again, plus a quarter goals, I've said it before, it rounds up to 146 plays, 135. Good value, Sheffield United. Once again, the ratings are suggesting, and, and I think I'm going to go with this one. I think this may be a game that they marked out that they, they you know, they have to see. You know, it's a must-win, really. I can't do it, Pete. And when I say I can't do it, I can't do it to the punters, the listeners, because I was, I was going to dive in with you. Uh, well, I was going to dive in and then you said you're taking it and I thought, oh, I'm not sure I can do a double like here for the punters on Sheffield United. But I, I do wholeheartedly agree with you. I can make a really good case here, Pete, for this goal, like, sorry, for this match line being three quarters of a goal wrong. Newly promoted sides who finish in the bottom six win 52% of games at home to fellow bottom six finishing sides. Yeah, that that's staggering. That that's saying that this line, they, this is basically saying Sheffield United should be under even money for this. And you can and you can look at those stats and you, and then you can try and make a case why that's not correct in this particular instance. Bournemouth have got one point from the first five away games. I think it's crazy that this line is like it is. Clearly, I'm taking Sheffield United plus quarter of a goal on the podcast. I can't do it again, a double like for the listeners, though, because I don't want yeah. people chucking double their stakes in thinking, oh, Jimmy likes it and Pete likes it. Crikey, let's load up. 
because they've let us down so many times. But I tell you what, if you bet this sort of game, this position in a hundred games, you'd probably only lose thirty to thirty-five percent of them. Yeah, yeah. Brentford Arsenal finally on Saturday. Uh, recent head says Brentford are one-one. Arsenal were one-one. In fact, I think it was it was Brentford's first game, wasn't it? It was. That, yes, yes, yeah. They, they, they beat couldn't yeah. hack it when yes. they were bombed into it. <laughs> yeah. uh, plus three quarter goals, the handicap here. When plus three quarter goals, uh, Brentford only had one match and they lost that by two or more goals. Come off a three nil defeat away at Liverpool. Arsenal went minus three quarters. Not a great form, really. One three, drawn four, lost three. And only one of those three were by two or more goals. So when they've been minus three quarters away from home recently, Arsenal have only covered the handicap once. Uh, they're cut off a 3-1 victory at home to Burnley. Arsenal lost just one of their last 13. They're obviously in some good form. Plus three quarters of a goal, 143 matches, 65 times the home side of code, 56 half wins, 70, uh, 73, uh, sorry, 56. I'm, I'm getting, let me, let me put my teeth in. Plus three quarters of goal, 60, <laughs> 65 times the home side recovered. 56 half uh, losses, 73 losses. So 65 plays uh, uh, 101. Again, minus three quarters. There seems to be a lean to, to, to the side that are, are, are debiting goals. But my race is suggesting value Brentford. I'm not well, sure I would I would touch that. It's a, it's a difficult game, though, for Arsenal, this, I think. It is. I'm keeping well away from it. Now, the line yeah. has trended to three quarters from a half. And at that point, it was a complete stay away from me because I know what the Brentford Community Stadium can be like. Thomas Frank is an excellent tactician. He will look to pinpoint any perceived Arsenal weaknesses, possibly on their old goalkeeper, if he's selected, and go from there. Interestingly, Brentford have played 44 home games in the Premier League. They've only fully lost on this line four times, Pete. They always play games relatively close. They've lost 12 games in front of their own supporters, but eight of those losses have come by just one goal. Mm. They are really tough competitors in front of their own fans. For the purposes of the podcast, I should get that on cut and paste, really. That For the purposes of the podcast, I'm going to take Brentford plus three quarters, but it's not a bet I'm even going to be thinking of making. No, no. You're, you're right, though. They are... They, it's... Yes, it, this is you wouldn't whether sort of you know knowing Arsenal over the years, you wouldn't be going there with great confidence, would you? Especially on the back of an international week when you've yeah. got players jetting in from here, there, and everywhere. You've got a broken work week where you know that you're playing an inferior opponent skill wise, but a tactician who will get the most out of his players and really pinpoint those those weaknesses. Spurs against uh, Villa. Uh, next, uh, again, this is a game where that's had mixed fortunes for both sides. Spurs are 1-3, Villa are 1-2. Minus a quarter goal, the handicap. When minus a quarter goal, Spurs record reads 1-4, drawn 1, lost 5. And they're coming off that 2-1 defeat away at Wolves. I could not believe that injury. I thought, crikey, you know, one here, you know, bets in the bag. What happens? You know, they, they, they let in two goals. But there you go. Very Villa, Spursy, Pete. Very yeah, spursy. yeah, yeah. Villa plus a quarter. 
one four draw and two lost four. So that's not a bad record. Come for three one victory at home to Fulham, and indeed that's a good. When you look at it, that's a very good win for Villa. But we we said in the recent weeks, well, you've gone. A, Villa are a good side now. Three or more goals uh, have been seen in Spurs last three matches. Minus a quarter of a goal, five hundred seventy seven two three seven home, one hundred seventy three half loss or one six seven loss. So that makes two three seven plays two five three and a half. Value Spurs my rating suggesting, but you know this. I think this is going to be a good game, and it could be, you know, it, it'll be a, it's a tough one to call. I think. I think it'll be a cracking game. And what did I? What have I called Villa, Peter? I remember now. A oh, good side. Yes, they are a good side. At home, Peter, they are. Ah. Away from home, it's a slightly different ball game for them. They've won all six at home, scoring twenty three, conceding five. On the travels, they've gone two, one, and three. For a team that averages, uh, let me just get this right, nearly four goals a game at home, they're averaging one goal a game on their travels. And they've won at only Burnley and Chelsea. And this is when Chelsea were having their struggles earlier on in the campaign. You know, if they take out the three goals that they scored at Burnley, they've scored just three times in their other five road games. Now, we know Spurs will have the, some problems with some suspensions. Um and I think this goal line is probably a bit too high. I'm not convinced there's going to be as many goals as the bookmakers think. I think it's going to be an entertaining game. And it's always it's always a concern when you go the unders, when you've got two teams that clearly just want to play all out attractive brands of football and get the spectators off their seats. But the goal line at three and a quarter, Pete, I'm happy to take a bit of the under. Second game on Sunday, and indeed, it's a, a, a good. I think there's a, a good a good viewing on Sunday afternoon. Uh, Everton against Manchester United. Uh, recent head to heads: uh, Everton have won one. There's been one draw, and uh, United have won three. Scratch here the handicap, which that Madness. really that surprised me. Um, Everton off scratch: one three draw, one lost six, coming off a three two victory away at Palace. Good win that. Manchester United, when they're off scratch away, 1-3, drawn four, lost three, come off a 1-0 victory at home to Luton. Scratch matches, 255, 82 uh, home, 81 push, 92 away. Now, obviously, Everton have been deducted those uh, 10 points. Well, you know, will this, you know, obviously, will this make them more determined? Whatever. I don't understand this line. I'm, I think there's some good value Manchester United here. I, I, I don't get this. Uh, and I think that's a good bet. I think it's incredible value, Pete, and I'm going to have to take it, and I can't believe that I'm going to say this. Um, they've, they've struggled in recent trips to Goodison Park, and you it's interesting to see what the Goodison Park faithful feel about this game. Are they going to be completely dejected and effectively think the world's against them and they're relegated, or will they think the world's against them and they'll turn it into a cauldron? I'm not convinced they're going to... I think they're almost giving up some of these Everton fans. Now, under Sean Dice, Everton are 5-2-8 and eight on home soil. They've only beaten one top half side. That was Arsenal, when Arsenal were going for the title or whatever, and they're, they're a little bit ropey. I mean, I'm sick of saying this, because United are great value. And then they let us down, and then a week later or so, I'm saying they're great value again. I'm surprised the goal line has trended up to two and three quarters from two and a half because I don't know if any of the bookmakers have seen these two sides play if they're moving goal lines up. 
the once great Manchester United attacking force. I grew up, Pete, watching Kanchelskis on one wing, Giggs on the other. They've scored just 13 times in 12 games. Mm. And they'll again, they'll try and win this game to nil. There's a great bet out there, Pete, and it's not just the scratch. You can get Man United at 19 to 5, so a shade under 4 to 1 with Bet Victor to win this game to nil. Mm, that's interesting because I, I was just about to say, you know, Everton, that they've lost their last few home games, haven't they? And they haven't scored. Uh, and in, in fairness to Manchester United, the away games they have lost, they've lost their last two, but those have been against the North London side. So it's. Yeah, and they've not conceded. They've only conceded six goals in yeah. five away games, despite losing two games in North London. Yes, yes. I've got to take Man United off scratch, as I'm sure you're doing. And I wouldn't dissuade anybody from having a couple of pounds on the Man United to win to nil at just under four yeah, to one. I think that, 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 yes, yes, I do. I, I, obviously, you know, what, you know, with a caveat with that, obviously the ongoing thing with Everton, you don't know they could come, you know, they're going to be determined, I think, aren't they? They, they, they will be determined. And like you say, I think the crowd, it's Manchester United, the crowd are going to be up for it, aren't they? Yeah, it's Liverpool, Everton, a Merseyside Manchester rivalry game. So, of course they are, but... There's a, there's a golfing class with the players. But, but what do you think of that? Right, OK, but somebody would sort of argue, what about Everton's... I know it's at home, but what about their away form? How come they're playing well away from home? Because there's a myth gone around in the last couple of seasons, and I think we bought into it initially, that Goodison Park's a difficult place to play. Well, it is now for the home team. Yeah, you know, these games when they play Palace or Wolves or a team historically they should roll over, they struggle in. Now these sorts of games they still don't have many problems in getting up for because the crowd's up for it. It's Man United or it's Man City or it's Liverpool or Arsenal, a team that even historically they shouldn't really be beating on a consistent level. The home form is is tricky when they play the teams they should be beating, Pete. So. I think they'll get up for this game, Everton, but I still don't think it'll be enough. Right. Um, Fulham Wolves finally on a Monday night. Recent head-to-heads, Fulham 1-0 has been two draws. Wolves are 1-1. It's minus a quarter goal, the handicap. When minus a quarter goal, Fulham's record reads 1-4, drawn two, lost four, come from three, one defeat away at Villa. Wolves, when they're plus a quarter goal away from home, 1-4, drawn one, lost five, come off that 2-1 victory at home to Spurs. Three or more goals have been seen in Wolves' last four matches. Minus a quarter of a goal, it evens out to two three seven plays two five three. Moraitis suggesting value Fulham. I don't I don't know what to say about this case. It's a tough one to call, I think. Well, I'm taking your ratings on Pete because I'm taking Wolves here and I'm gonna back them properly. Let me explain why. <laughs> Fulham have won just three games this season. They've beaten Everton, Luton, and Sheffield United. If we were judging Marco Silva's men like a racehorse, this is a step up this is a step up in class for them. Wolves have scored in every away game this season, bar that trip to Old Trafford on opening night. And if you remember, they should yeah, have scored about yes, five. Yes, yeah. That night. When the sides have met in recent seasons, been three Wolves victories, three draws. Sometimes a team will have a Indian sign over an opponent. Fulham have scored more than once at home this season, only against Sheffield United. I think all the trends are pointing <laughs> to, to Wolves scoring at least once, and Fulham 
not scoring more than once. So on this goal line of plus a quarter, I've been quite impressed with what Wolves have done. Have they got exactly what they've deserved season long? No, but they've picked up some pretty good results, haven't they? Yes, they have. And, they've, and they, even in the games they've lost, they've played reasonably well. Yeah, so it's unusual for me to back a side like a Wolves or a Palace or anybody that you'd throw into that sort of category only plus a quarter of a goal on the road. I normally like to get that full half, but I'm quite confident here, Pete, and I'm going to take Wolves to at least avoid defeat and take them plus a quarter of a goal. Right, there's three three matches where I like the looks of uh, Newcastle, Chelsea, Newcastle off scratch, Sheffield United plus a quarter and Everton, uh, Manchester United scratch. What I'm going to do though, I'm just going to go, I'm going to go two points, uh, Man United away at Everton and two points, Sheffield United at home to Bournemouth plus a quarter. I'm going to leave Newcastle out of this uh, uh for the you know for the the best bets purely and simply because I'm just concerned about the, the the trip to PSG on Tuesday. I think you're right to be concerned about that trip, Pete. It's a big game in their history as such. Going I was going to say, imagine Paris on t- yeah. Yeah, that's going to be it's going to be bloody packed, isn't it? What Jordi's let loose yeah. in Paris? What could possibly go wrong? Um, I'm going to take Manchester United off scratch for two points, and I'm going to take Wolves for two points plus a quarter of a goal away at Fulham. Um, I did all right last week on the uh, bets for me League 2 again. Oh, crikey, yes, yes, yes. the preview, the Notts County game. So, subscriber bets will be going out. So, head over to focusedonfootball.co.uk. Sign up for the free service. The free service people that's returning yeah. over 40% on yeah. their line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, it's a, it's a brilliant, yeah. You, you come up with it's very consistent in this League 2, isn't it? Very we, had, consistent. Uh, we had Stockport to win to nil at 6-4 to four, and then Notts County about 1.97 or something last week. And we've got a cracking bet again this week going out to subscribers over the next day or so. And also a goals bet. Well, fire. Right then. Um, yes, as you say, go over to focusedonfootball.co.uk or, or, or tradeonsports.co.uk and join the free service. And uh, we shall be back this time, well, probably a little bit later during the week, next week. And uh, good luck over the weekend, everybody. Best of luck, everybody.